Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. And for the first time ever, we will be revisiting a topic that we have covered on a previous episode. The Flat Earthers are back. They're back. They're here. They're not going Different anywhere. Different Flat Earthers, though. Yes. Not this is just one Flat Earther. Right. This is one one person that we're talking to. The other two people, we don't know what's happened to them. We don't know. But uh, it's not them. It's a new guy. And... Uh, I know everyone loved those first two, yeah. of course, but... They hated me. They never, like, said my name. I would ask a question. They go, so, Greg. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway, uh, but we were just saying before this episode, I mean, I, I don't know if that's our most popular episode by listens, but it certainly started the biggest conversation. Yeah, a lot of people were sending us tweets and comments about it. You know, uh, they were sort of angered. They were saying, like, how can these people think that? Which... I mean, that's the point of the show. It's we, yeah. we give someone a platform so they can explain because I want to be convinced. There are a lot of people coming out in mainstream media that uh, in the mainstream that are saying like they believe the earth is flat too. So it's become Kyrie Irving sort of picking Gino up steam. Smith. Yeah, it's picking up steam. It's got legs. So uh, we, we decided to revisit it um, and get someone else's perspective because yeah. maybe sometimes, you know, to get more point of view, points of view on something. I think it's better, you know? Yes. And we actually did have some flat earthers reach out to us after that first episode, uh, basically saying that they do believe the earth is flat, but not, you know, for the same reasons, or they don't believe right. in the same evidence as the flat earthers that we had on. Right. Um, from who are from the, I guess, flat earth society. Uh, but yeah, this is a guy who uh, we found on Twitter. So uh, we reached out to him. Uh, I forget where I found his Twitter handle. He said that he doesn't care if we share it, so you guys can check him out and follow along during this episode. Uh, but he goes by the name Ben Long, and his Twitter handle is at Flat Earth Expert. So, Ooh, expert. Yeah. So this is a guy that we found. He is pretty vocal about his beliefs on Twitter, uh-huh. uh, which you know I think makes him the perfect person to talk to about. By this. the way... Let me just say at this point, do not go to this kid's Twitter and just start harassing him. That's not the point. Yes. Okay? Just don't do that. He did ask that we share because he wants people to reach out with questions to have conversations. Yeah, like but. have conversations. Don't like, you know, don't be an idiot. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, we know what's about to happen. Let's call <laughs> this dude uh, Flat Earther. Obviously, we both have tons of questions. Wait, you don't believe the Earth is flat, do you? I don't. I'm just kidding. I, I do want to make it clear, though. Like, <laughs> no, we yeah. don't believe this. No, I don't. Obviously, as you will learn. But yeah, but let's have the conversation. Let's call him. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? This is Greg and Joe. What's up, Greg and Joe? This is Ben. How you doing, man? Uh, so we just uh, informed everyone that, you know, you're a flat earther. So we kind of just want you to give, like, in short, uh, some reasons why you know, you believe that it is flat? Um, so for, I, w I wouldn't say that I believe that it is flat. I would say that I think the flat earth model is more plausible than the sphere earth model. Um, so I, I lean towards that direction. I, I can't tell anyone with a hundred percent certainty that earth is flat and stationary, but I do think that the probabilities are in the flat earth models favor once you evaluate 
the evidence for both sides. So does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, sure. But like, what? Like, why? Why do? You, why is it more plausible? Like, what reasons do they? Like, does it have? Okay. Like, do they have that would make you think that? So I guess I'll start with the spheres model. Um, my biggest problem with that model, you know, the the flaws that I just can't really get past. Um, I mean, the main one would be, uh, you know, the alleged surface curvature. The surface curvature formula for the mainstream model doesn't hold up to any basic observations. I mean, I tweeted an experiment uh, September 27th, and it was someone easily disproving the surface curvature formula because things should be obstructed at X amount of miles. Now, you can you can use the formula straight from NASA or whoever has it. You know, it's the same formula. And uh, th- things are constantly in clear view that should be obstructed by curvature. So the first point, just to summarize, is that there there isn't any curvature over water. I've, I've seen no experiment that demonstrates curvature over water. I think Stephen Hawking um, enlisted a few people to try and do this. And you can find this video online. It's the only experiment from a spirit or trying to prove curvature over water that I've ever found. And it was not very good or convincing. So I would definitely urge people to, to Google that. Stephen Hawking flat earth experiment should, should do it. Huh. But uh, one other point I'll bring up, um, moving away from the whole curvature versus flat debate, would be the stationary versus motion debate. The mainstream model you know, makes so many claims about the motions of Earth, alleged motions. They say we're spinning 1,000 miles per hour. They say we're revolving around the sun at 6,600 miles per hour. They say that our entire solar system is revolving around the middle of the galaxy at 450,000 miles per hour. And they say that Earth, the solar system, and our galaxy is hurtling through space at 1.3 million miles per hour. So that's probably my biggest hang-up with the Earth model is that I simply do not believe that we are moving 1.3 million miles per hour. And there's no scientific evidence to support that claim or, frankly, any of the other alleged motions. So my two biggest reasons that I lean towards the flat model are the ones I just mentioned. Okay. Um, so just doing some research, and we're by no means uh, you know, well-versed in the spherist model, like you said, uh, but some of the things that I saw in terms of uh, surface curvature. So I know one argument is always the, like the horizon. So like with water, when you see a ship coming from a distance or, you know, you see something coming closer to you, it doesn't just materialize. It more so looks like it's kind of lifting up out of the water. I I know like the whole ship study is something um, that they've done before. Is there uh, do you think there's any merit to that? Um, I don't think there's any merit to that sphere earth argument. No. And the reason why is because I did the experiment myself. You know, I, uh, I take many vacations towards, you know, down the Eastern coast. Um, I've been to Florida and North Carolina. So since getting into this, you know, I think I joined Twitter January, 2016. That's when I started getting into this. So in the past two years, I've done multiple experiments where I, you know, test exactly what sphere earth model advocates claim they claim you know that you'll see the top of the ship first or Mm. 
you know, the bottom will disappear first or whatever. And I simply have not found that to be the case. When you use a camera with sufficient zoom capabilities, the ship will simply disappear when it vanishes, when it's too far away for you to see at all. I, I don't, and, and if the bottom of the ship is, is obscured a little, I mean, it's probably because there are waves in the ocean. You know, the ocean isn't completely flat. Mm. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't really find much merit to that at all. I think there are better arguments in favor of the mainstream model, to be honest. Yeah. Well, so let's start with some of the obvious, so we don't like lose people in details too much. Let's talk about the idea that the Earth is a sphere based on photos. You know, like photos from NASA, things like that. Photos from space. Uh, what's what's the main argument against that? You know, evidence through photos. Well. Um, I definitely look at all of the photos, the images, I would call them, because they aren't photos. They're mostly images. You know, they are compiled images. NASA says that their satellites transmit data back to Earth, and then their graphic analyst, you know, guys translate the data into a picture, and that's what you end up seeing, you know, the blue marble or whatever. They admit that the blue marble is a composite image. It's not a photograph. Um, and, and, you know, that makes sense. If, if the model is correct and we're moving at 1.3 million miles per hour and spinning 1,000 miles per hour, it, it, it would probably be hard to take a photograph, right? So um, I, I, simply, I simply don't put much stock in compiled images simply because the technology to create a compiled image is advanced significantly now. Anyone can create an image of a spherical Earth on the computer in two minutes, you know, and I've seen better ones than NASA puts out. So, you know, if if that's enough for people, you know, if people are like, oh, well, there's pictures from space, that's good enough for me, then that's fine. There are always going to be people who just kind of end the research, air quotes there, and, you know, that's that's enough for them. But for me, um, I start I started realizing that, you know, like, I, I had always thought that there were just hundreds and thousands of pictures of Earth from, you know, all different angles, et cetera. But once you look into it, there's like, I think they claim there are like two or three now. And like real photos. And they've all come in the past decade. There's a Japanese satellite that they say puts out a photograph, air quotes again, every like hour or so. But I would urge people to look at those too, because I don't think they're very convincing. I think the movie Gravity has much better CGI of Earth than NASA or SpaceX or any other company has ever put out. <laughs> so why would why would we li- why would they lie about it? Like why what was the what would be the point of lying? Why would who lie? NASA or or anyone about everyone? like the why would they tell us that the Earth is a sphere if it's not? Well, let's start with NASA. Okay, um, in the flat Earth model that I think is most plausible, Earth is enclosed. Have you heard this idea? Basically, like, if you picture a snow globe, you know, it has a flat, round surface, a dome over top, and then, like, a thick base. So that's the flat Earth model that I lean towards. Now, if this is true, right, why would they lie? Because that means we can't explore. You know, in the flat Earth model, uh, there's nowhere to go. We're stuck here. It's an enclosed system. NASA would be obsolete. NASA, NASA has no purpose unless people believe that, you know, they're landing rovers on Mars and exploring the universe and stuff. 
they're only going to get their $18 billion budget annually uh, if they continue to propagate this model. So I think NASA's motive is clear as day. If $18 billion isn't a model, I don't know what is. Um, now, getting to, like, scientists and average people and stuff, people are like, oh, are all scientists lying or all pilots lying? No, I don't think all scientists and pilots are lying. To be frank, most scientists have never even looked into this subject. You know, I never looked into this subject. I consider myself an intelligent person, and I went to high school, I went to college, and I never even heard of it. You know, I think most scientists, you know, they have their particular focuses, and, you know, they never evaluate this objectively. They're just kind of, uh, you know, programmed the same way everyone else is through public school and, you know, standard curriculum. So I, I don't think that... I don't think as many people are lying about this as sphere earthers think need to be. Um, it, it's really compartmentalized, and uh, it, it's it's mainly NASA kind of you know keeping everything along. And and there's no one willing to speak out. You know, if I was a scientist and I thought Earth was flat, I don't know if I would come out and say it because my career would be in jeopardy. You know, everyone would laugh at you. You see how you know only athletes and celebrities are coming forward because they don't really, it, it doesn't affect them. You know, they're going to get paid if they perform no matter what. So, so yeah, I don't think uh, that many people are lying. I think there are a lot of good people at NASA even. I know someone who works at NASA through a family relation, and I don't think she's, you know, in on this big conspiracy. I just don't think she has a lot of information. Her job is very specific, you know, and everyone has their own little compartmentalized task, and I think it's only a few people, really, that um, are intentionally obfuscating the truth. Wait, so I, I, I just want to like clear this up. Like, you believe that we are enclosed in this sort of yeah. like snow globe thing. So where, where is that? So like, what is the moon? Is the moon on the outside of that, or is it the inside? The the moon and the sun are both inside the snow globe. I hate using the word globe because it might confuse people, but I think we all understand what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. So, so the sun and moon are there other planets there? The, the stars and the planets are all on the, I call it the ceiling. I prefer, I prefer the word ceiling than dome, but every star and planet is roughly the same distance away. I don't think that there's a star that we can see with our naked eye that is 93 trillion light years away. You know, they, they have some ridiculous claims about how far we can see with our naked eye, and it's ridiculous to me. Um, I think the sun and the moon are both a few thousand miles away from Earth. I think that, you know, the furthest star is, you know, no more than 10,000 miles. So it, it's a it's an exponentially smaller model compared to the sphere Earth model. And it's really hard to, to prove the distance of the sun one way or the other because each side has a formula, that gets them to their number, you know, uh, the Earth model says the sun is 93 million miles away, and they have all the math, and I've seen it, and, you know, it all checks out. But the Flat Earth model has math that gets to the 4,000-mile distance, too. And the problem is both models have to presuppose the shape of the Earth before their calculations. If you're trying to, you know, determine the distance of the sun from a flat object, it's different math you're trying to determine the distance of the sun from a spherical object, it's different math. So it's hard to really prove how far away the sun is 
it's in, and it's the same with the stars and the planets. Um, so do you believe, do you believe that planets and stars, like, do you, do you believe that the solar system is the solar system as we know it? Because when we had previously, um, spoken to flat earthers and I know obviously not all flat earthers believe, uh, you know, in the same model, uh, they basically thought that the moon, the sun was a projection, basically. But do you believe that the solar system is, you know, what, what we know it to be? Um, well, I definitely don't think the solar system is what is taught. I don't think that planets are physical objects. And I would urge everyone to look at them through a telescope or look at images that have been posted through a telescope um, because that's that's all you can really do. I mean, I know NASA puts out images of the planets that look completely different than what you'll see through a telescope, but, you know, that, again, comes back to trust in NASA or not. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I, I forget what the question was, but I so, hope I, I mean, you said that planets aren't, like, physical things, so what, what are they? Right. I, I think they're basically lights slash projections on the ceiling, the dome of Earth. I don't think that we can land... On any of them. Okay. Oh, you brought up this uh, the simulation point. I do want to I do want to bring that up because that's important. Sure. Um, most of the things that I talk about, the Mandela effect, uh, flat Earth, uh, everything, all my positions are based on um, the position that we are in a virtual reality, for lack of a better word. I do believe that Earth is a simulation, virtual reality, whatever you want to call it. Call it. Um, I don't know if you've heard of quantum realism. There's a guy named Tom McDonald, a physicist, who's kind of pioneered this whole branch of physics, and um, it's really interesting. Everyone should look him up. Tom mm-hmm. McDonald, I think is his name. But, um, yeah, I mean, we know science has all but proven that we're in a virtual reality, as far as I'm concerned. Just take um, the fact that atoms, we now know, are made of 99.9999999% space. You know, everything is made of space. That's exactly what you'd expect to find in a virtual reality. And I think we're going to realize that it's 100% space, and the only thing that is keeping us from admitting that is the, you know, the people who you know, want to believe that we're still in this base reality, this physical world. But in reality, I think the, the quantum world begets the physical world. And I put physical world in air quotes because I don't really think it is a physical world. It's just... It's all illusory. It's 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 the same. If you're a Call of Duty character, can't walk through a wall because of the coding. It's the same with you know. There's there are rules that are all from the code. I think everything is coded, um, and I think we're gonna realize that as a society sooner rather than later. To be honest, so I think can that's you, gonna be um... a realization before the flat Earth becomes you know mainstream. So. I mean, that's a whole other interesting topic as well. But can you kind of describe the Mandela effect, the idea of alternate realities, just kind of like a 101 textbook definition for everyone listening? Yes. So this is a very controversial topic. Um, my position on the Mandela effect, yeah, I, I don't think that it has to do with alternate realities. I think it has, it comes back to the fact that we're in a simulation, okay? We're in a virtual reality that contains code, and I think that that code can be changed, just like uh, just like any other virtual reality, any other simulation, any game. This is just an advanced one that we don't realize we're in. Um, so 
the Mandela effect, to me, the most plausible theory to me is that um, people have uh, have acquired the technology to change the coding of our reality. So, uh, for instance, um, the biggest... I had never heard of the Mandela effect. I've been in the flat earth for a year. I had always kind of... I, I'm, I was skeptical of flat earth for a while. Um, so I was skeptical of the Mandela effect whenever I heard it. But then I finally you know, like heard about one and it was the Luke, I am your father one, the Star Wars one. And it just blew my mind. I, do you know which one I'm talking about? No. Can you explain that? Yeah. There's a famous scene in uh, one of the old Star Wars movies where, um, well, the scene Darth we're familiar Vader with. Says, yeah. Yeah. I would hope says, everyone's uh, Luke, familiar with that. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. And everyone remembers Vader saying that. But if you go to the movie now, that's not the quote. The quote is, um, no, I am your father. He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. So that's an example of a Mandela effect. People remember Vader telling Luke, Luke, I am your father. But now I, I have the VHS. You know, if you go look at it, it's, it's a very awkward phrasing. It's just like, no, I am your father. And it's just, you know, there are thousands of people who just completely remember it one way. And if we look back... Uh, reality seems to contradict that. So that's how that's how I understand. I was going to say, like the Mandela effect is it's the idea of like false memories. I think they call them, where like collectively, people have a memory of something that never happened. Right, and and that would be the, you know, the mainstream position on it is people are just misremembering. Everyone just happens to misremember this iconic moment the exact same way, whatever. Even though we have you know videos shows movies that they quoted luke i am your father throughout culture for for decades you know um and, and this is interesting too on the luke i am your father one the most watched video of that scene on youtube the title is luke i am your father because, because that was that was the phrase now if you click on the video he says no i am your father but that video was posted i think in like 2002 or 2003 or whatever and it has like 7 million views or whatever it is. And you can't find a YouTube video titled, No, I Am Your Father, except for in the past decade. It, all of those videos are new. And all of the older ones were, Luke, I Am Your Father. So I think we can pinpoint exactly when that change happened, if you believe you know, that something changed. For what? the people who think that everyone's crazy and just misremembering, then that's you know, a different... What, different topic. what would be the point of changing that line though like why is someone mm, just great, like fucking with that's us that's a great question yeah so okay so i think the only culprit with the culprit's the wrong word the only um organization with the capability of changing the coding of our reality which is what i think happens um is cern are you familiar with cern you know they smash uh particle physics together at like quantum speeds and stuff you know what cern is C-E-R-N? I don't know. Okay, well, it's, they have they have some of the best technology in the world. Um, I forget where it's located. It's international. Um, everyone should look it up, C-E-R-N. And they actually put out a video that was related to the Mandela effect that a lot of conspiracy theorists kind of clung on to. But anyway, what, to your question, why would they change that line? I believe that CERN acquired the technology to change the coding of the past. And everyone, 
at CERN has signed NDAs. They've all signed non-disclosure agreements. So they can't just, you know, preach to the world, hey, we're in a simulation, we're in a virtual reality, we have the proof, here it is. They've all been sworn to secrecy. So in my opinion, this is just, to me, the most plausible theory because I believe a lot of these Mandela effects are changes. I don't think that I just have a terrible memory of the most important movie quotes in history. Um, I think that CERN changed iconic lines on purpose so that people would notice. I think that they chose Luke, I am your father, and you know, we could get into other ones too. We're, we're looking Field now the at there's there's a bunch, Field of Dreams, Build It, If You Build It, They Will Come, yes. where the actual movie That's quote is, If You Build one. It, He Will Come. But he Will the, Come, right? Wizard of Oz, Jaws, I see, Frankenstein. But you, so you don't... Oh, yeah, the Scarecrow has a gun in Wizard of Oz now. Now, let me tell you something, man. I, play, I played the Scarecrow in high school, okay? So I watched that movie as, like, prep for my character. I was getting really into it. And the Scarecrow never had a fucking gun. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. hope that's okay. Um, so, yeah, the fan, when I saw the images from the movie with the Scarecrow holding a pistol, um, yeah, that was the moment where I really was like, all right, things are being changed. And that, again, comes back to, first, you have to understand that we're in a virtual reality. We're in a simulation. Just nothing is physical, and things can be changed, just like just like the other games of virtual realities. Right, but you don't attribute that so at all to just like, but just as kind of like a, just as a culture, just kind of like misquoting or, or passing, you know, the way that we pass stories on, and they'll change, and details will change, just because there's so many instances where this happens in movies. I'm sure it happens in books as well. Um, you don't think that could just be... Oh, yeah, the Berenstein Bears is a big one. Have you heard of that one? How it's spelled, uh, the name? Yes. Yeah, mm. it's a big one. So, yeah, you know, there are always going to be people who think that everyone is just... just happens to misremember something the exact same way. And, you know, you're never going to be able to change those people's minds. And I respect anyone's perspective on this. You know, it, it's a complicated issue, Uh so, yeah, I would just urge everyone to look into it and draw their own conclusions. Well, that's important. I'm glad that you did say that. Um, I feel like <laughs> the last episode we did when we were talking to Flat Earthers, uh, there's a lot of anger, and they were kind of <laughs> not like getting they? mad were at us. But yeah, no, they definitely were mad at me. They were getting a little mad. They are getting mad at Joe for some reason. But... I was like, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm supposed to ask you questions. Like, what do you want me to say? Oh, um, yeah, I've been just talking to Greg. Joe, what? Grill me, Joe. What do you got? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying, like, last time we were talking to them, when I would ask questions, they would, like, almost answer them like they were mad at me for asking. I'm like, the fuck? I'm supposed to get information from you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just saying I appreciate were, you just saying draw your own conclusions. Right. Who were the flat earthers you spoke to, if you don't mind? I don't I know their names. Really watch, listen to your show. Yeah. We try, keep, we try to keep everyone uh, as anonymous as possible uh, at their request. Oh, okay. And they were from, I think, the Flat Earth Society. Yeah, they had like, or they yeah. they ran their own sort of, you know, website or Facebook page that I guess had to do with the Flat Earth Society. Um, but we, we did get a lot of messages just to kind of bring this back to uh, the Flat Earth subject as well. Um, yeah, we did speak to, you know, a lot of Flat Earthers who reached out after that and basically said, uh, you know, this isn't necessarily what we believe. And the idea of things exactly. like proje projections, the dome. Um I do want to bring up one... Wait, one, hold on. Can I say something yeah, before we move on? If, if this company is able to just change information like that and just, you know, obviously... It's not a company. It's a government organization. The government 
it's an international government institution. It's, it's right. So it's not just a private company that can make its own decisions. You know, they're all taking orders. But go ahead. Okay. So if they were able to do that, wouldn't you think they're also able to just put information out there or not put information out there to make everyone like not aware? I mean, we're talking about our government, which we all kind of are in agreement that their best interest is to control everyone and they, you know, whatever, uh, keep everyone in the right thing. Why would they let all this information go? Why would they... Uh, allow you to do research on all of this stuff. Why wouldn't they just change that and make it so that no one can find out the secret? Well, I don't think that the people who know everything want everyone in the dark. You know, take a uh, Freemasonry. Okay, Freemasonry is um, an institution, a worldwide institution, and they don't recruit people. Um, but and they don't, you know really hide information but if people come in and uh you know go through the initiations and whatever they are they receive this knowledge so i think there is a part of all all humans that want secret society secret information uh etc but then there's also part of every human that wants other people to be able to figure this out i i think that uh, I think that they're hiding. Another reason they're hiding the truth about being closed flat earth, if we're going to go with my model, um, is because it would it would create chaos if everyone suddenly realized that we're in this enclosure. What does that mean? Are we in a lab? Are we in a game? Is this an experiment? You know what's going on? I think there would be panic and chaos. So I think the government, you know, isn't yeah, but it's hard to foresee that now. because as soon as you find out, as soon as there's information that we are in that, like, and, and just being open about it. I don't think there's chaos if everyone just like kind of knows at the same time, but to start a secret and then now suddenly just leave clues and then hope that some people find out like, what's the point of keeping the secret if you plan on telling everyone? Well, first of all, I agree with you. I think if they did announce it to everyone that there would be less panic and chaos than they probably think. I wish someone would come out and announce it, but I don't foresee that happening. Um, but you know, there's this level of esotericism that is riddled throughout society through the past millennia. You know, there's always been secret information. There's always been esoteric symbols. There's always been hidden knowledge. And there's always been a path to finding that. I know when I was in high school, I, I wasn't interested in power. I wasn't interested in money. I was always interested in just learning, like, the truth about things. And I think that, I, I think that crumbs are left for people who are interested in this. And I think they're slowly trying to integrate the truth into society without announcing it all at once and kind of causing a mass panic. But I think people are going to figure out the nature of reality as science progresses because, I mean, quantum realism, again, I want to bring that up. I would urge everyone to look into that. That The, the edge of science right now is just, you know, it, it's hard to ignore. It's hard to disagree with Elon Musk, who agrees that we're most likely in simulation. I mean, this guy has all the information at his hands in the world, so... I wasn't he just in space? Looking the science of it. Sorry, what was that? Go ahead. Wasn't he just in space? Like, he had, like, some car or some shit? Oh, well, he launched the SpaceX rocket, yeah, he, and then the Tesla he also, launched from that. Yeah, I have some tweets about it. Um, he says... It looks super fake. Did you hear him say that? And I agree with him on that. That's right, about right. as far as I can. That's about as far as I can agree with him on. <laughs> Dude, that was a commercial for Tesla. Okay, 
SpaceX didn't launch a fucking car into space. Anyone who thinks that, I'm sorry, you're delusional. So you okay? do not they believe that say... there's a Tesla in space right now? <laughs> no. I and why not. did they I not do the commercial huge... during the Super Bowl? <laughs> it, well, it, it's it, because you don't have to pay for it. You know, if you just, if you just say, if you just launch one of your rockets, say there's a car in it, and then cut to a video of the car in space, you know, you can just post that everywhere. It went viral. Everyone saw it. You know, a Super Bowl commercial costs millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I think that was promoted perfectly. Elon Musk is very smart. I don't exactly. I don't disagree that that's the greatest car promotion of all time, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, not saying that I <laughs> right. don't think that it's in space, but I obviously think that was like the Wait, underlying... so do you, do you think that space kind of exists and it's like... Well... You know what well, we think I'll say it is. This. Um, okay, Neil Tyson tweeted once that it's very possible that humans could be in a snow globe on an alien's mantle. This is a tweet that everyone could find. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if Neil Tyson understands what a snow globe is because snow globes have a flat surface. Um, so I agreed with this tweet. We could very possibly be a snow globe on an alien's mantle. Um, so, so that's I don't know what's outside of this enclosure, but. It could be infinite space. It could just all be, you know, an illusion. You know, if, the, if there's nothing really physical, okay, like like the Big Bang, for instance, right? I agree that there was a moment that spurred everything into existence. I just don't think that it was this physical, infinite, small ball of energy and mass that scientists can't explain where it came from. They're like, oh, it was just there, and then it just exploded. We don't know where it came from. We don't know what happened before that. It, it's a terrible model. A better model would be, oh, someone booted up the the world. You know, this was like a game that was put into a system, and everything just projected outward. That that's kind of where I come so from. So it's like the Big Bang. I, the idea of religion, but not a god. Wait. So wait. You think that? So what? How old is like Earth? That is a good question. That, to be honest, that's something that I don't really have a position on. I, I don't think it's as old as the mainstream model alleges, but it's not something I'd be willing to put a number on. Like, you know, I have a position that the sun is 4,000 miles away, and that's based on math, but I really haven't looked into the age of Earth enough to give you a number. Right. Okay. So one thing, and I think one big argument, is the idea of time zones. You know, I don't think you could deny right now that if you picked up the phone and called someone in like Korea or China or something, it is not the same time of day there. You know, it, it right. is, it yeah. is dark. Not out. everyone has daylight at once. Correct. So how, is it not true that the, the only way to really have a scenario where one side of a planet is completely dark and the other is completely light, does it not have to be spherical for that way? Cause I've also read the argument where if it was a flat surface and the sun was sort of a projection or a spotlight, into one area but if the earth was flat we would still be able to essentially see where that light is coming from even if we were on the dark side does that make sense yeah i understand what you're saying yeah i understand exactly what you're saying this is a very common question but i think the important thing to understand here is the scale of the flat earth model compared to the sphere earth model okay we we're, we're talking about a sun that is exponentially smaller and exponentially closer than alleged in the mainstream model i don't believe that the sun Basically, I don't believe that this is bright enough to illuminate the entire world, just like a lighthouse has its, you know, capabilities, a light bulb, you know. I think the sun, I don't, I don't know what the sun is, man. 
Uh, I really don't. But I think that the sun is not bright enough to illuminate the entire Earth at once. And I think it's by design. But wouldn't there be you know, areas on Earth? has a designer. Right. But wouldn't there be areas on Earth where even if you were in the darkness, you would still be able to see the sun that is projecting light on whatever specific area? You know what I mean? Like as you got closer to where And we can also watch it is. moving throughout well, well, the day. Okay, think about this, okay? Think about just a light bulb, just a small light bulb, 3,000 miles above your head. Now, you know, not everyone's going to be able to see that. So you have to, the light bulb, obviously, the sun is obviously much stronger and larger than a light bulb. But no, I don't think that the sun is bright enough to be seen from everywhere on Earth. I don't think it's high enough. I think that there's a limit to human vision. You know, everyone should look up vanishing point. It's the hallway effect where parallel lines converge. Um, So I don't think the sun is big enough or bright enough to be seen from everywhere, nor big enough and bright enough to illuminate the entire Earth at once. I think it travels in a circle above the Earth, and it, it resets every year. It's the same cycle every year. I just feel like you were able to see it kind of make a sort of... Because you could see it set. You know what I mean? Like on the horizon? Yeah, I think... I, I think so where would it be okay, going so if, if it's flat and nothing falls you know past the earth then how am I seeing it like half on the horizon half not you know what I mean I'm seeing okay, a half so circle I no I absolutely know what you mean to be honest I've admitted this on my Twitter account many times that the biggest flaw in the flat earth model is the sunset you know is that huge sun where you see half of it you know that that's obviously an optical problem with the flat earth model now i would bring you back to my position that everything is a virtual reality everything is a simulation um an optical problem like that is a far smaller problem than like the lack of evidence for an elect 1.3 million mile power velocity you have to compare the flaws in each model and be like, okay, yes, both models have flaws, but which model has more flaws and which flaws are harder to get past? So do I understand exactly what the sun is? Uh, No, I said that off the bat. But I do think that it's smaller and less bright than alleged and that it can't illuminate the entire Earth at once. That's why it's set on its path. Gotcha. So another probably frequently asked question or argument uh is the idea of a lunar eclipse so if if you do believe the moon is closer than the mainstream model believes it to be uh when a lunar eclipse does happen you're essentially seeing the shape of the earth eclipse the moon and you can see that it is a sphere right that is the mainstream model's interpretation of a lunar eclipse it's spot on um i would say that I would bring it back to my position that everything is a virtual reality. Everything is a simulation. Um, I, I don't know what the sun is as much as I don't know what the moon is. I'm not afraid to admit what I don't know. It's, to be honest, it's the people who are like 100% certain that we landed men on moon. Those are the people who I think need to step back and look at things more. You know, I, I'm willing to admit that I don't know for sure something, 
And I just wish more people were, were able to start at that point. So possible explanations for lunar eclipses. One, that the moon is self-projecting a shadow in its own light. I don't know if you've come across that position before, but um, you know many flat earthers believe that the moon has its own light. It shines its own light. And there's actually been experiments that um, have measured the temperature of sunlight versus moonlight. And I would urge people to research all that as well. Um, so that's one possibility. You know, the sun, the moon, sorry, is projecting its own light and therefore its own shadows. You know, it could be just uh, an aspect of the, the design of this reality. It, 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 you have to understand that every simulation in virtual reality is designed, and then you can maybe see, you know, the the designs in action. So. I think that everything is so perfectly ordered that, yeah, I definitely think that everything was designed. And I, I don't, I obviously don't think that it's the Earth's shadow on the moon. I think it's either the moon itself doing something, or it, this is again another optical, small optical flaw in the flat Earth model. So I don't have a great answer for it. I've admitted. Um, there are three or four optical flaws in the flat Earth model. One is sunsets, one is lunar eclipses, uh, the other is southern star trails, and I'm forgetting the fourth one. But, you know, as I've said many times that there are unanswered questions in the flat Earth model. The flat Earth model definitely has work to do, mm-hmm. but the sphere Earth model is just, it's untenable. It's not even, I don't think there's there's anything that, that model can do to support the claims that it makes. You know, it's there, there are just so many claims that have no scientific support at all, and it really just comes back to you know whether you believe the images from NASA or not. So let me ask you: if if we're you know on a flat surface and there's this sort of dome over everything, why right. like could we have not found the edge or like the wall or something or does it is it a, a, another one of these like virtual things where it's just once you hit the edge you just go back to the other side no i think that's a great question and i think we have found the edge um i think the government has you know um i would tell everyone to look up um operation high jump and operation fishbowl which is um, aptly named operation if you ask me fishbowl is very close to snow globe um, and I think those are the two operations where they both discovered the edge and the ceiling. Um, Admiral Byrd, uh, you can you can see his interviews about about this. So in the flat Earth model, Antarctica surrounds the entire Earth. I think that the government realized that at a certain point past Antarctica, they reached an edge. And ever since then, ever since those two operations, we've had the Antarctic treaty system, the ATS. The ATS strictly prohibits free exploration of Antarctica. You have to get government permission to explore Antarctica. And the areas of Antarctica which you're allowed to explore are very limited. Most of the people in Antarctica are scientists and they're like, you know, right when you get to Antarctica, that's where they're based. You know, they don't explore much because they're not allowed. So everyone should look up the Antarctic treaty system as well. Another point on that real quick is that no planes fly over Antarctica. They say it's because of fuel temperatures. Um, I don't think that makes much sense because 
uh, fuel has developed significantly since they started making that claim. But that's just a fact that no plane flies over Antarctica. They say it's because of fuel temperature, but I think it's because you can't fly over Antarctica. You would fly into the edge. Hmm. So wouldn't there be multiple edges, though? No, it's just so it's just a snow globe. It's just you know, it's just a flat round surface, it's like a coin, and there's just one edge all the way around. Antarctica goes all the way around. If you look at my uh, profile picture on Twitter, that's basically what I think the surface of the Earth looks like. Ah, the UN I logo. see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the middle, there's only one pole in the flat Earth model, and this is something that can be scientifically supported. We, ever since the past decade, we now know that unipolar magnets are a real thing. It's a recent discovery. Um, so a magnet can have a center pole, like in our Earth, and then the south is radi- radially polarized. So the southern edge is, is all the same distance from the center, from the south pole, the north pole. So the center of the Earth is the north pole, Every direction away from the North Pole is south, and east and west are basically still the same. You know, if you go north um, or you go south, east and west are basically the same in both models. The only difference is when it comes to south. I okay. hope that was not too confusing. No, I mean, I I, I kind of get what you're saying. So, yeah. Oh, every oh one. Sorry, everyone should look up unipolar radial ring magnets it's the exact layout of our earth we are on a unipolar radial ring magnet so you know you can buy these you can buy these they're expensive and they're they're new but um that that's what i think the basis of our of our earth is all right a lot for people to look up (laughs) uh so just from (laughs) just from kind of the uh just day-to-day you know personal perspective of all this i mean is this something that you're like you're obviously vocal on twitter about this uh but i don't think you really reveal your identity on twitter um but well, do you share ben this long, oh go on ben long ben long is my given name oh, okay. um now now my first full name might not be ben it might be benji or benjamin or whatever i don't give away my middle name i don't give away my location right but to be honest um I'm I'm trending more and more in the direction of just foregoing my anonymity altogether. Hmm. Um, so I might be putting pictures of myself on Twitter soon. I, I really am at a point where I don't care what people think about what I think. Okay, you know, and, I told and, and that was my question, basically. Do you, and, yeah, do, do you share it with family and friends? Yeah, you know, so, like, not my parents, not my siblings, but there's a cousin that I trust. There's a couple friends that I trust. Um, there was a girl that I dated uh, for a while who was a flat earther, and now the girl that I'm dating now does, basically thinks I'm crazy, but she knows <laughs> what I believe, you know, and she accepts me. So okay, that's you know, good. Yeah, so I, it really hasn't affected my personal life at all. No one, no one knows about my Twitter account really. Okay, until now. um no that's (laughs) yeah no i mean it's just this topic's so interesting because people they really just do get so heated about it and you know obviously i you know we're not necessarily in agreement you know with your beliefs but i think you're definitely coming from a place of 
you know, where, where the overall message is question everything. Uh, and I think we can definitely yeah. respect that, but it, it is crazy as flat earth gets more mainstream, just how angry people are getting at flat earthers and just treating them yeah. as like outcasts of society. And, uh, that's why I was just curious, like for you with relationships with family, I mean, if, if you did bring this up to your family, how do you think they would react? Well, I did a, I did a little test balloon. We were actually at the beach. I was with my family, and I was and I basically said, "Oh, I have a friend who thinks that the Earth is flat," and I was approaching it from that perspective. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my friend, I know a guy." This. My friend says that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, both my parents and both of my siblings were there, and none of them were having it. So mm. that was really the end of uh, any conversation on that with my immediate family. So again, there's a couple cousins that know what I think, and they've you know not publicized it. And but but I don't really care anymore. You know, I'm gonna if if someone from my family hears this and tells everyone else, I'm not I'm not really concerned about that anymore. Okay. I mean, hey, I think again, like even if we don't agree with this, it would be hypocritical for us to say with all the people we speak to on the show for you not to, you know, have your beliefs and just kind of own it oh yeah 100 so. percent. And, and like i said i mean i've seen this i've said this on previous episodes that i'm not someone who's like no this is the right thing mm. like i believe <laughs> like i'm very open to shit that doesn't mean i'm fucking easily influenced or anything like that like obviously you, you, right, t- you right. take everything with a grain of salt and you re- do your own research and you cover your own opinions um yeah so yeah now, I, I remember my initial reaction to flat earth was ridicule it was ridicule it was laughter mockery i made fun of people um and i regret all that you know i really reacted strongly and harshly towards the idea of it at first and then you know something in me i'm always i've always been curious i just finally started you know listening to other flat earthers i remember the moment actually where i really changed my mind i guess you could say is i was watching an interview uh of eric dubay on um Anarchast, A-N-A-R-C-H-A-S-T, the YouTube channel. Everyone could find that video. It was a great interview. Uh, he was very eloquent, and he, he just had all the answers. And that's when I was like, all right, holy shit, maybe there's something to this. And I've really gone down the rabbit hole ever since. And I ended up creating the Twitter page, and I never imagined where that would go. And it's just been a journey, man. Cool. Well, we appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us all this information. I'm sure some people are going to react weirdly to it, but some people maybe will be uh, <laughs> compelled to do their own research. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is becoming more and more of a mainstream conversation. Uh, more people are kind of looking into it and wanting to see both sides. So definitely uh, thank you for coming on. Definitely want to offer you up that platform. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I, I want to shout out my appreciation to all the athletes who have in uh you know bob all the people who have come out i just have tremendous respect for and to be honest they've inspired me to care less about what people think as well because you see Kyrie go through you know hell he's got to answer a flat question every day now mm-hmm. and he's just so sick of it but he hasn't backed down you know he, he 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 just keeps telling people to look into it and you know that that's all i want as well i want people to look into it sweet all right dude thanks a lot uh enjoy the rest of your day yeah you too guys thanks all right. see you
All right, before we get to our final thoughts, let's get to the sponsor here today. We have Hims, which is a new wellness brand for men. Hims will connect you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss because the fact is 60%, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. We don't want that, so we want to keep our hair, and uh, Hims can help us with that. And uh, there's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. You can just save hours by going to forhims.com. You just answer a quick, you know, a few quick questions, a doctor will review and prescribe you, and products are shipped directly to your door. I'm going to knock on wood before and after I say this, but my hair is fine at the moment. But if at any point I felt like I was starting to lose it, this would definitely be something that I would look into. And there's the second knock. Um, right now, my listeners can get a free trial of Hims for just $5 uh, right now while supplies last. See website for full details. Uh, this would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash OPL. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash OPL. Uh, and again, forhims.com slash OPL. Okay, so. A lot of info. A lot of info. But no one got angry at us. Like, look, compared, this conversation compared to the first Flat Earth conversation. Yeah, because this kid, is, I, I mean, he's that. coming from a... Everything he said... The way he like framed it, I was a fan of where he was just saying like, you know, he knew the names of people. He's like, look up this one, reference it. He has all the references. He's like, do your own fucking research, yeah, man. Yeah, this yeah. is like the kind of thing I'm seeing. Me personally, like I don't have it in me to, and I don't know if this is bad, but I don't have it in me to care because it's, it's really not going to affect me either way. Yes, there's definitely that argument. And also it just... I just see, I just think there's enough evidence that disproves the idea of projection. It just being that the earth is flat. I mean, there's two important things. I think, yes, it's definitely important to question. It's important to question the information that's fed to us on a daily basis to, you know, basically do the research and come up with your own opinions. I, I think that's super important in mm -hmm. every aspect of life. But, you know, I think it is important sometimes to, uh, to also just, respect the evidence that is given and i don't know i mean i believe that a picture of an earth of the earth from space is a picture of the earth from space and like for me that's evidence like for me like okay the earth is a sphere and everything with the time zones and the lights like i just uh, you know i i don't know i think there's scientific evidence sometimes uh should should be uh, regarded i mean for me it's just kind of like you know, it's convenient that <sighs> the Antarctica thing. I I will say is weird. That piques my interest more than anything. Yeah, it's like, and well, I don't right, disagree why? that it is that it has to do with the government not wanting people to go there. I don't think it's because there's an edge there, but it it is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Aliens. Ooh. No, but like I I just think like <sighs> I don't know. I I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm I'm open to it. I'm like cool with it. Like all right. I'm not gonna say this kid's a fucking idiot. He's clearly not an idiot. He's well spoken. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. Um, I just think that if there's a secret that we're working so hard to keep, because we know the damage it could do if everyone had this information, which I have no doubt in my mind that it would be damaging mm -hmm. if everyone was like, oh by the way, we're in a snow globe. You can't get out. Yeah. 
to me, that changes nothing because, like, I'm not trying to go to fucking space. I'm too afraid to do that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, do any of that shit. Get a rocket? Would you crazy? So that has no effect on me whatsoever. But I could see how it would be damaging. So why on earth would they just make it so accessible to the point where, like, you're telling me this one government thing, the CERN thing, mm-hmm. they can go in and change a scene from a movie for the rest of time like why would they do that? Like why would they just why would they fuck with you? Why would they make it accessible? Why would like, they why leave plant the seeds? Yes, why? Of like yeah, like here's some breadcrumbs. It just doesn't Maybe make you'll sense. You'll figure it out. Because for me, like I said, the government is in place to control everyone and make sure everyone's doing the right thing and not getting too crazy and not whatever. That's why they're there. Yeah. Why would they start letting this information out? Yeah. I mean that that, that point, makes no sense. Yeah. I think that's just how language and communication works i think we like we don't know the origin of you know maybe whoever some celebrity or someone on the news is like oh my god luke i'm your like quoted that and then that got picked up and yeah. people just started using that in mainstream i mean that's just how information gets passed on and changed throughout time but right that's, like a game of telephone you know what i mean yeah i would like i i'd more quickly believe in the idea of like a simulation than anything else like I like that almost makes more sense to me than the earth being flat. I don't know why. Because you know, again, like what are our origins? I mean, I, who the fuck knows? Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the same time, I'm just like you know, thinking about that constantly, I feel like that's not that's taking away from me living the life that I'm given. Oh, totally. So I'm like, why it doesn't it's not going to change anything. Yeah, and I've seen people, you know, he said the term rabbit hole and I think it is dangerous. Like if there's things that we're not going to get the answers for or certain things that, you know, we can question, it is definitely easy to get sucked into that rabbit hole to really start, um, just being affected by every conspiracy theory out there. And like, I've, I've known some people that have really lost themselves yeah, because of that, because how do you function knowing day day if you're just if you believe if that, you believe that yeah, yeah like yeah. everything you're told is a lie mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm like i'm not trying to do that yeah and i'm it's that's not me ignoring the facts or anything it's just things that aren't going to affect me it's not going to change how i live my life mm-hmm. the only thing that could possibly happen is you find out all this information you find out you've been lied to this whole time you find out all this stuff about it and then what happens? Your life does not change. The only thing that changes is the fact that you believe you trust nobody and you're super paranoid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get the satisfaction of knowing. Or does everyone start living like Grand Theft Auto and having going sex all over and murdering yeah. everyone because there's no consequences? But even still, we wouldn't know. Like, or you're saying if I don't know. Like, think about what we would have to find out for everyone. We're for never like society know. No, to no lose one, control. It, there's never going to be a 100% whatever because think about anything, dude. All the school shootings all anything that happens that's polarizing or like whatever there's always this conspiracy around it mm-hmm. with 9-11 there was multiple mm-hmm. there's multiple things that could have happened and when you watch those videos it's hard to be like this what it's hard to like not believe it mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we know how the media works and how whatever if i piece together a video saying like some random shit i can make you believe it too yeah and you know what i mean and, and sure there's a bunch of evidence that can support your theory or whatever, but it's all about the way that you word things and the information that wherever, okay, where did this information come from then? You know what I mean? And then it goes into like, all right, you're talking about these calculations. Where did the, where did numbers come from? Mm -hmm. Where did calculation, you know what I mean? Just like stuff like that. Then it's like, you go back to the point 
where you're like trying to figure out the origins of everything. And it's just, I don't know if we're ever going to find that out. I honestly don't care. I just want a beer right now. <laughs> That's the God's honest truth. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And like this, like I said, I, I don't want anyone to go and attack this kid. Be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't think he is an idiot. I think that he, uh, you know, did his own research and he believes what he believes, what he read or whatever. I tend to just like, I just, it, it's not going to do anything for me. So I don't have, like, I don't want to care about it. You know yeah. what I mean? I also don't even know if I want the answer. And I don't think anyone wants the answer, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, we could sit here for the rest of time creating theories around everything. Like, yeah, because then you'd be like, okay, topic. okay, but like, if this does is God a simulation. Exist, does, yeah, yeah, sure. Then it's like, you know, the simulation. Like, okay, so who, who made the simulation? Yeah. Technically, whoever did, if this is a simulation, would be the idea of God. That is a God who yeah. created the earth. Or is that it is aliens? Is it extraterrestrial? Yeah. Is there another universe? Are we yeah, and then and then where universe? are they? And then you just keep going. There's no answer. It doesn't to end. It. Yeah, it doesn't. Sometimes when you think you about it, to... nothing, it will never end. No, no. So That's I, why I'm saying it's so dangerous at that point, to go down it's that like, path sometimes. It's, it would be like counting to infinity. Like I'm not gonna waste my time counting to infinity. I'm just going to just live and whatever. Yeah. I'll I'll if you're gonna if the sun is four thousand miles away or a hundred and whatever million miles away. Dude, I don't care. As long as it's it, it, if it's four thousand miles away, get that shit closer. I'm trying to get somewhere early. <laughs> That's all I want. So if the alien who's making our simulation, you know, and I don't mean to like you know make a joke of what this kid's saying, but I'm saying like I just want it to be summer. That at the end of the day, that's what I want, and I really do want a beer, and I need it now, after all that information. Uh, but yeah, I think that was super interesting. I'm glad that we was, had that conversation. Me too, because that was way different than the last one. The last yep. one was a little ridiculous with some of the stuff they were saying <laughs> where they were making outrageous claims that, <laughs> you know, someone was shooting light into the sky to make a moon. And that, right, right. And that in Antarctica, there was like this door to Nirvana or whatever. I'm like, That's what right. it was. Yes, there's like a no- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was got, like, uh, yeah, I was like, all right, all well, that's like just kind of wishful thinking there. Like, if yeah. you don't know. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I, th- I guess it all comes down to, like, if you're asking me, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. And, and I don't think anyone knows. And, like, if there's pictures, can people Photoshop pictures? Yeah, they could. Uh, but I don't care enough to care. I just don't. If you told me some girl's photo sh- pictures on Instagram are photoshopped, I'm not going to put them into, I'm not going to go through her pictures, look at other ones and compare them. Like, I just don't, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. I think we really understand that you don't care and you want a beer. I'm serious. <laughs> I think that's what it comes out to. But no, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. It's just, it's interesting to have the conversation. It's interesting to learn both sides. Both but ways. I'm not going to launch myself yeah. down the rabbit hole to, no, to, I'm not. to get some answer yeah because pretty like, content with life at the moment right and i i don't need an answer i don't know if i want it i probably don't want it you know what i mean i don't want the real answer i'd rather just have this answer i've been working with it for 26 years and i'm cool <laughs> with it you know what i mean we, we wow i just said i am 26 this is weird uh yeah that was recent right my birthday was february 25th wow congrats well i mean people don't say congrats happy birthday thank you i mean i said although i don't know if birthdays are real now either i don't know what the hell this is true i mean times it's just god i need that beer (laughs) (laughs) um anyway you guys can follow me on twitter at joe santagato and uh our website is oplshow.com slash contact if you want to send us something 
uh, send us an email. Tell us about your story or something, you know, that you think would fit for the show. And if it works, we'll schedule something and uh, get it recorded. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can find me at Greg Dybeck across social media. The show is at OPL Show. And I will give Ben one more shout out if you want to follow him. Hit him up with any questions. See what his tweets are all about. It's at Flat Earth Expert on Twitter. And leave a rating and review on iTunes. Yep. And that is all. Thanks for listening.